You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. We just got the latest read on how our economy did this summer. It grew at a 5.2% annual pace. This second estimate tops the first read of growth at 4.9%. And an agreement's been reached over toxic forever chemicals. Kimors, DuPont, and Corteva have agreed to pay the state of Ohio $110 million to resolve claims associated with toxic forever chemicals. Kimors said it would be responsible for half of the settlement costs, while DuPont would provide about $39 million to resolve the claims relating to the release of per and polyfluoral alkyl substances or PFAS from the company's facilities. Chemical makers have faced thousands of lawsuits in recent years over contamination by PFAS, which can be found in the blood of most Americans. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. December 6th, the final GOP debate of the year is on News Nation, America's fastest growing cable news network. Sirius XM's Megyn Kelly, News Nation's Elizabeth Vargas, and the Washington Free Beacon's Eliana Johnson moderate a live primetime event from the University of Alabama as the candidates make their case to America on the only network for all America. The News Nation Republican primary debate, live December 6th, 8 Eastern. To find News Nation on your TV, go to join News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge. Lafayette, broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at matthewjames.com. Congressman George Santos may be kicked out of the House. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, but the Republican is not going quietly, saying this morning. They're all judge, jury, and executioners because evidence isn't really a conviction or a verdict. Uh, and allegations neither. Santos facing a lot of allegations beyond just lying to New York voters about his past before the election. He's been indicted on campaign finance fraud charges. The vote to expel Santos is now likely to happen tomorrow. A report from the House Ethics Committee said there's overwhelming evidence that Santos used campaign funds for personal use. When asked if the accusations are true, Santos says he's, quote, fighting to defend myself and dispel each and every accusation. As Fox's Ryan Schmelz, a hearing's about to start in the House where new CDC Director Mandy Cohen's facing questions about rebuilding public trust following controversial COVID policy. She could also face questions about a new respiratory illness in China where COVID originated. Here's another health issue. New rules proposed by the Environmental Protection Agency would require most U.S. cities to replace lead water pipes within 10 years. It's a move to reduce lead in drinking water and prevent public health crises like the one seen in Flint, Michigan, which exposed tens of thousands of people to dangerous levels of lead. As Fox's Tanya J. Powers, Hamas is supposed to set free eight more hostages on what could be the final day of an again extended ceasefire in Gaza. 16 were released last night. They were brought to hospitals, including in this area where they are being treated, as well as being treated to wonderful reunions with family members. One of those, 49-year-old Israeli-American Liat Benin at Zili. She's a high school teacher, a mother of three. She was kidnapped from a kibbutz near Gaza. Her husband remains a prisoner. That's Fox's Greg Palcott in Tel Aviv in Jerusalem this morning. Two gunmen in a Hamas-linked group shot up a crowded bus stop, killing three people, injuring over a dozen more until they were shot and killed. 
America's listening to Fox News. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. They provide mortgage-free homes for fallen first responder families, Gold Star families, and catastrophically injured veterans and first responders. In 2023, they are providing housing assistance and services to more than 2,000 of America's homeless veterans. Do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T the number 2, T.org. With the holidays upon us, the increase in traveling, shopping, and connecting online also heightens the need to protect your identity and finances with LifeLock. Identity thieves see this time of year as an opportunity to drain your accounts, open new loans in your name, and damage your financial future. LifeLock detects and alerts you to the threats you might miss on your own. Don't let the busy holiday season catch you off guard. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code CLAY. LifeLock.com. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 k Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job, made easier by America's brave military dogs. These dogs keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs and locating enemy positions. Yet when these canine heroes retire, they're too often left overseas. American Humane works to bring these valiant dogs home and reunites them with their handlers for happy, healthy retirements. To learn how you can help, visit AmericanHumane.org. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. I want to help more kids graduate from high school. Help more families learn how to budget and save. I want my neighbors to have access to health care. Help create opportunities for everyone in your community. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Hello, welcome to Fawn Show. Great to have you with us. It is a Friday Eve already. It wasn't Brandon. That old saying that uh, a day can last forever, but a week goes by fast, or a year goes by. That's, that's true. That's very true. Man, a, a day can drive you nuts. Oh, my God, look what I got to do today. And it drives you nuts the whole time. But, man, you blink, and you're a week, a month, and a year away. And that's A year goes by fast. Maybe that's what the saying is. Anyway, I probably messed it up. Hi, y'all all. Welcome back. Moongrafon Show, Friday Eve. As we rock and roll, 844-766-6607, Matthew James, Tax, Wealth Management Hotline, MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com. Now, 
couple of programming notes uh, we do expect to hear, uh, 10 to 12 minutes uh, from Attorney General Jeff Landry, but he's also Governor-elect Jeff Landry. So uh, talk a little bit about the transition. I know people want me to get into issues and all that stuff, and I just don't think at the time, you know, what Jeff's going to do. Everybody knows what he's going to do. Everybody, he's already said what he's going to do during the election, and now we got to wait and see him uh, produce it. I know I've, I've talked to people out on these committees and stuff that they got out there, and they've been really, really impressed with uh, how they're moving to change the state up. Really impressed. And so I'm just taking from people out of end that I know. And I mean that not in with Jeff, just on these committees. And they're saying how fast they're moving to make sure we change the state of Louisiana. We need drastic change. Drastic. Edwards hurt us so bad. I'll get to that in a second. But uh, Jeff will come on. Then we're going to jump gears again today. I know some people, oh, over here politics. But Tim Brando, I've uh, been friends with Tim for years, many years. And uh, Tim, is a, a Brando, one time I thought he was the voice of college football. You know, he ran at CBS and now he's with Fox. He calls games. He calls basketball games. He was the main man on the CBS and the sports shows on that Saturday deal yeah, he for was. a long time. Yeah, Tim was a Tim got a great voice, a great guy, and uh, he'll visit with us a little bit about the college football playoffs and other stuff going on that he seems, you know, that he's seeing change in the in the college sports. So I'm looking forward to that. It gives us a little bit of break from the political, but Tim is a Louisiana guy. That's the great thing about it. He's a Shreveport area and uh, just a, a wealth of knowledge. Great guy, and I'll let him tell the one time he got involved in politics, Brandon and. Old Moon. <laughs> Old Moon blasted the... him up. Oh, hey, I'm trying to remember that. I'll tell you what, he endorsed somebody, and uh, I'll let him tell the story. Okay. And we ain't got to mention the name, and he endorsed somebody. I said, look at Tim. He works for the works for the media, and he's become liberal, too. Oh. He said, I've been, first time I've been called liberal, he said, the only time he ever stuck his nose in politics, oh. and that was the last time, he said, because Moon's over here blasting me. Didn't this candidate get beat, too? Drilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Drilled. So anyway, Tim said that's his last dive into politics, and he blamed me. So don't mean he doesn't vote, but uh, he he decided to step back. <laughs> I may let him see if he'll tell that story because it's 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 when he told it to a group of people, graduates from Northeast and alumni one time. I was over there falling out laughing, man. I was going, oh my god. I thought to myself, this dude's gonna wipe me out. And then I thought, hey, he's older than me. <laughs> anyway. We'll do that as the program unfolds. Paul Herter joins us at 11.30. You know, uh, to judge, uh, credit to Judge Shelley Dick Brandon. She moved uh, from the 15th to the 30th dealing with the congressional district. And uh, I want to talk to Paul. Paul has had great experience in lawsuits with redistricting and his gerrymandering they're trying. And I want to know if we should do anything. If we don't do anything, then the judge is going to draw the district. Maybe we ought to let the judge draw the district. Because if the judge draws a gerrymandering district, the courts above them got to throw them out. And I think uh, the judge would draw a very gerrymandered type district. But I am thankful the judge moved it back. Uh, I, I noticed today, I don't know if it was the Black Caucus or whatever, or asking Edwards and Blank Page Cortez and uh, uh, Clay Shakespeare to hurry up and call a special session for redistricting. And nobody needs to do this. But I wouldn't be surprised if Edwards tried to pull something slick right here in December. I just wouldn't be surprised. But we'll wait and see what I He said that if they don't move it back and can't do it, then he would. But he gonna, he's going to get pressure from uh, uh, Democrats, especially black Democrats, that want that district. They want that district. And uh, I'm not sure they deserve the district because the district is based 
can't be based on race alone, and they want a district based on race alone. That's the fact in the whole process. You can't draw what they want to draw without gerrymandering. You can't. And if you can draw it, it means the minority district, the number of minorities in those districts, like in Troy Carter, he's got 65% minority in this district. His is going to have to go down about 52, 53, and then have another one with 52, 53. There's no guarantee a black Democrat wins that. None. So boy, wouldn't that be something? You draw two districts, Brandon, and we go from one Democrat minority district to no minority districts. None. And it was they were thinking they were going to get two. So anyway, I think they're playing with fire, Paul Hurd, 1130. You don't want to miss that. Oh, we got a chance. Yesterday, I was stunned, as you know, I opened the program, and I was kind of excited because Jay Darden says he leaves the state in a much better place. I got to thinking I missed something yesterday. I missed something. By the way, we're doing the Cane River Pecan giveaway. Email me, moon at moongriffon.com, moon at moongriffon.com. Say you want to win. Leave a physical address. We'll pick another winner today. We'll keep doing this for, I don't, I don't know, two or three more weeks. So somebody's going to win some pecans. And I'm getting great emails from people that are winning going, how great these pecans are. Canberra pecans, you owe it to yourself. I've had people talk, call me and say, hey, I got 10 companies, 20 companies. I need to order some pecans. And I tell them, get in touch with Canberra pecans. And if you do that, you're going to be glad you did. Your customers will love you. So anyway, uh, so yesterday I was on it, and Jay Darden was uh, talking about we left the state in much better shape than when they got it, which I say hogwash, bunch of bunk. There was no $2 billion budget deficit. I'm going on and on. But then I missed something yesterday I wanted to share with the audience, and this is what I missed, okay? See, every time I read something in the media, the devil's advocate, uh, newspaper, and you talk to these elected officials like Jay Darden and Edwards who have been in politics, especially Jay all his life, what they brag about is, uh, is, is not right. But number two is they only brag about how great government is. You know, he talked about the $2 billion in investment in Medicaid. Okay? And he, that's what he talked about, rainy day trust fund. We got money back in a rainy day trust fund. How many of you people got a rainy day trust fund? You know, he talked about the point four five. He forgot to mention the penny. That was on before the point four five, And I, got, I went through this, the Revenue Stabilization Fund. Everything he talked about as victories for the state of Louisiana had to do with government, had to do with state government, had to do with government's doing good, government's doing great. Government got plenty of money. You see, J&M, J. Darn is a typical leftist politician, typical good old boy network. You see, I don't base our success in this state on how much the government got. I'm not basing our success on how much universities have. I'm not basing the success on K through 12. I'm just telling you, I'm not. And that's probably why I have problems with these people. Jay never got up and said, you know, the average person is making 7,000 more than he did when we started. He can't say that the average business in the state is doing 30% more business than when we got here. He can't say we've got all these companies moving in. He can't say our migration has stopped because we lost 140, 150,000 more people. In other words, he has nothing positive to say about the private sector and you and me that don't work for government. Nothing. And how can you say it's, they've been successful and left us in better shape when we lost another 150,000 people? How can you sit here and say we're in better shape when companies have closed? You know, Brandon, I do not, I, somebody's going to have to help me real quick. You can text me or email me. Uh, it used to be CenturyLink in uh, Monroe, Brandon. It's a different name now. 
that company, that big company, a Fortune 500 company, Brandon, Edwards and them went there, took pictures, gave millions. The company's not there anymore, Brandon. The company's gone. It's nothing but a shell now. Okay? I read one in New Orleans, this beer, beer manufacturing producing company. They're leaving. They're not producing anything anymore. A brewing company announced since damaging signal about doing business in New Orleans. They're leaving. And so Jay Darden talks about the thing that I don't care about anymore. I don't give a rat's rear end if government got enough money. I care if businesses got enough money to operate. I care if you and me can afford to make a living and go do the things we want to do to raise our family. And when I see out migration, that tells us they're not getting it done here. Jay never, he talked about Medicaid expansion, getting people hooked on the government. Jay didn't talk about any private sector wins at all. Everything's about the university. We got too damn many of them. Nobody wants to address that. Nobody wants to address that. But Jay doesn't talk about the private sector. Let me tell you what we're doing, and I've made this analogy many times. In our state, we got to, in a, if you were a train set, Brian, you played in a train set? Played a train you set. ever had a train set? Yeah, you of course. Seen a train? Okay, uh-huh. the front of the train is what? That's where the engine's at, right? Yeah. That's what uh-huh. the, what's the back of the train? I bet the you caboose. Know. Okay. okay. Out of Louisiana. Uh. We got the caboose first and the engine last because our engine is economic development. Our engine is the private sector, not fake economic jobs from the Green New Deal and, and, uh, and windmills and all this stuff we got to get. That's fake. That's false. Carbon capture is a lie. That ain't the type of jobs I'm talking about. We got it flipped. We got the caboose trying to push the engine and all the trains up the hill. It doesn't work that way. So when, when, when they come in, they brag about the caboose, which is government. They ought to get everything last. But if the engine that drives this state is economic development and jobs like they do in Texas and all these other states, then the caboose is rolling right behind it wide open. Why? Because if the engine of economic development and jobs and money's being produced, you, you build a tax base. And when you build a tax base, you got plenty of money to do what government is supposed to do. We got it backwards. And until we flip it, John Bell Edwards and them went eight years in the wrong direction fast as they could go. And they want the caboose to push everything. Doesn't work that way. We already got problems with the bond commission. We already got problems with money. They overspent in projects they promised. They can't deliver. I'll get to that later. So that's the problem. You don't hear John Bell Edwards and Bell Edwards talking about the private sector. When Bell Edwards did this 56 great things the 56 governor did, the first thing he talked about was Medicaid. He didn't say nothing about the private sector. You people out there in the business world, I care about you. Smallest business to the biggest and everything in between. Without you, there is no money for nobody else in government. And that's why J.R. Darden's advice to Jeff Landry was go beg the federal government for money. Jay Darden never mentioned the private sector. He doesn't give a dang about the private sector. Only about government. Only that government got everything. Government's our problem. Man, it, it, this blows my mind that people can't see what I just told you. That's all they care about is government growing, not you, not your family, and they don't give a dang if your kids leave or not. If they did, they would change what they do. Take a break. We'll be right back.
think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all mostly retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. You know what? Trust means everything when you're selling or buying a home. And I know this for a fact. Nicole Spellman Group, they're the ones that you have to depend on because they're the ones you can trust. And trust means everything. Your biggest possession, your most prized investment is your home. And I trust Nicole Spellman Group every single time. If I'm going to sell my home or buy a home, Nicole Spellman Group, you got to have somebody you can trust. That's Nicole Spellman Group. You know, the average realtor only spends a few hundred dollars a month marketing for you. The Nicole Spellman Group spends tens of thousands every month, every month to attract new and more buyers, which increases demand to sell your home faster. And guess what? For top dollar. That's why I trust the number one team serving the entire state of Louisiana, the Nicole Spellman Group, to sell my home. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home, the Nicole Spellman Group. So do this now. Go online to NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, NicoleSpellmanGroup.com, or just Google Nicole Spellman Group. Nicole Spellman Group, I'm telling you right now, why go anywhere else? She's the real deal. Hi, this is... Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number to Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Kane Ripplecon giveaway is on now. We'll draw before 11 o'clock today. All right, and Tim Brando is going to join us at the top of the hour with Jeff Landry. Attorney General Jeff Landry, but he's also Governor-elect. We visit with him about his appointments and just kind of where he is after the, I guess it's been, Brian, it's been a month. Yeah, it's been over a month. Six weeks. Yep. Jeff was elected six weeks ago. That's hard to believe because we just had elections. Anyway, we'll visit with him just a little bit. It won't be none too hard just to talk about where he's at, which they cut a deal yesterday with the DA in New Orleans dealing with crime, dealing with him, the state, and Liz Murrow, attorney general, about going and helping New Orleans out. So that right there, think about that, Brandon. They, they cut a deal to go help in New Orleans. Bill Edwards was the governor for eight years as crime went. By the way, Jay Darden didn't mention anything about crime in his, in his farewell speech on how they fixed everything. I'm telling y'all, folks, don't let them go around and just lie. Anyway, these Louisiana leaders will form an unlikely alliance to tackle New Orleans crime. Governor-elect Jeff Landry, you can talk about a little bit more later, with a former political forum in New Orleans to tackle crime there. For much eight-year tenure, state attorney general, attorney general in months, on the campaign trail this year, like Landry rallied against Democrat-led New Orleans. Where was Bell Edwards? Where was Bell for New Orleans? New Orleans was there for Bell, but Bell was never there for New Orleans. 
So anyway, apparently they've worked out a deal under which the attorney general's office would take on a bigger role in prosecuting crime in the Crescent City. But you see, governor-elect helped work that. Where was governor-elect John Bell dealing with crime in New Orleans? I'll tell you what he did. He was out to lunch like everything else. If it didn't help him political, he didn't give a rat's rear end. I'm telling y'all, every time Bell Edwards mentions it, he cannot talk about the general public has been better under his watch. He may can talk about some poor person because I said before, we have made it too easy to be poor in this state and hard to prosper. Who's leaving? Not poor people. Not poor people are not going to leave. So you better hold some of the prosperous people that are leaving so your state can flourish. So you'll have it. But we need to get it straight. The engine in front, the caboose in the back. The caboose is government. Government shouldn't get until the engine gets rolling. Go put a caboose on a on a, 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 a railroad track, brand, and see how far it goes. It ain't going to move. You can put an engine on it, and it can go. So you can't put the caboose pushing the engine. It doesn't work that way. That's Louisiana. That's why we got a 50-something-billion-dollar budget, and the federal government's chipping in the most. That's why Jay Darden said, be friends with the president because you're going to need him. Not, I don't think Texas needs to be friends with the president. Why? Because they boom economically and they can do things for themselves. Uh, John and Monroe, how you doing, John? Good, Moon. How are you doing? I won't take up too much of your time. I had a simple solution for your uh, your party lines and all that gerrymandering you're talking about, how to figure it out. They always taught us in school the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. I wonder if that would work. Uh, not in redistricting, only because... You gotta, you got, you gotta, uh, you gotta put parishes together. You want to put like-minded people together. Uh, it's just what? that's just not how it works in redistricting. I, I get what you're saying. I wish it was that simple. I mean, that's what I'm talking about: state lines, parish lines, county lines, whatever you want to call it. There's lots of lines. You don't have to go all the way from the top of Monroe down to the bottom of Monroe just to get certain people in a district. Draw a straight line and be done with it. Yeah, well, it just doesn't work that way. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I get what I you're know, saying, but, but it don't work. That's just food for thought. Yeah, I understand. All right, I'll let you go, man. All right, thank you, man. Yeah, All right. I wish it was that Bye. simple. If it was that simple, that's what be need to be done. Anyway, when we get back, uh, uh, Governor-elect Jeff Landry will join us. He's also still our Attorney General. We'll visit with him, see how everything's going for about 10 or 12 minutes. Your calls and all that will be taken after. If you want to, we'll take a break. Be right back. Let Raging Cajun Roux do the hard work for you. Using just two simple ingredients. Raging Cajun Roux is slow cooked for six hours for the perfect dark and rich tasting gumbo. You can find Raging Cajun Roux and Raging Cajun Original Cajun Seasoning in all your favorite grocery stores today. Folks, ask them for that Raging Cajun. Try all your great Raging Cajun products. Ask for them by name in the grocery store. 
Raging Cajuns, folks. This food is great. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day, more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at line.one. Line.one. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to line.one and tell them Moon sent you. What's dangerous and stupid and can cost you 25 grand? Excavating without calling Louisiana One Call. So dial 811 before you dig. It's the law. The entire world watched. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at matthewjames.com. Hi, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show, 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. And we are honored to have, he is still our Attorney General, but he is Governor-elect. Jeff Landry joins us. And uh, Jeff, man, it's good to hear from you. Man, Moon, I am so excited uh, to be with y'all this morning. Uh, you know, I'm finally starting to get back to a little bit of a routine. Um it's been um, it's been crazy. It's been good, though. You know, we've been working on this transition. We've had so many people um, that are helping us to, to to put a great team together that I think is going to certainly restructure the way that state government good. operates in a way that um, represents the people of the state. So I'm, I'm excited. Thank you for having me this morning. Yeah, you know, I, I got to believe now that you've got into the heat of transition and doing all the things you have to do, winning in the first round gave you an extra five weeks. And I got to believe that helps you. I mean, I know it's still hectic, but man, if you'd have, if you'd have won in, uh, in late November, then you'd just be starting this. And I got to believe that's helped oh, I, just winning it early. Oh, look, bro, I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, I, <clears throat> I didn't realize that, you know, I, I joked um, uh, with the governor, actually, uh, when we met a couple of, I guess it was last week or whatever, I remember going eight years ago and, and, and visiting with him when he first won and when I had first won and, and I left there and said, man, he's got this kind of look like what is going on. Um, 
And I tell you, um, having those five extra weeks that the people of the state gave us has been unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, really unbelievable. I mean, look, we're planning a unbelievable inaugural ceremony and a ball. And certainly, remember, we opened it up, the ball, to every, anyone who wants to come and request a ticket. They can uh, go to oneteam.la. Um, I think we, you know, we, um, we opened it up to the first 5,000 people. I don't know, I don't know what the count is right now, but, um, we want to have a celebration and then we want to get to work. So yeah, the five weeks has helped us. Yeah. Real quick, Jeff, and, and if you can remember them all, I know you made some appointees. You can start back with Taylor Byron. I, I've worked with Taylor and uh, Taylor was a speaker of the house. He understand budgets and all that stuff, but just talk if you can briefly about some, if not all your appointments. Well, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the first appointment we made was, was, was appointing both the commission administration and his deputy. And we worked uh, behind the scenes um, to get Taylor, uh, you know, we had to um, lure him away from the assessment sp spot over in Iberia. Um, but we paired him with a guy by the name of Patrick Goldsmith, who, who by the way, uh, is, is not a name that anyone would recognize. But if you were a House member or a legislator, you would. I mean, he spent almost 30 years in the House of Representatives, in the budget office, um, in, in, and in state government, various different budget and audit positions. I, I, the guy can write the budget when he's taking his nap. Mm. And, and of course, Taylor had worked with him too. I think that creates a very powerful um, uh, duo. And then we had appointed a real Skipworth Jacobo um, to head DQ. She's an unbelievable person. We reached outside the state. She had come to the state a, a lot. Uh, remember, she was the first black female to be appointed to U.S. the U.S. Secretary of Wildlife and Fisheries um, under President Trump, and, and we appointed her to DEQ. Uh, she's got a great history. She's a um, and boy, you, you catch me on it. I think she's got a, a chemical engineering background and and a law degree. Uh, she worked for Monsanto and various other downstream companies. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're real excited, excited about having her. And then yesterday, uh, yesterday we had a huge, huge appointment, right? Uh, I think that, well, it was a bunch of them. Uh, we appointed the new adjutant general. We appointed the new state fire marshal. Mm -hmm. And then we appointed the state, uh, the superintendent of state police and his staff. And, and you know, Moon, I, here's the most important part. If, if, and if no one got to catch our press conference yesterday, which was done in New Orleans on the floor of the Superdome for a number of different reasons. One, to remind the people of the state and the city that this state and that city is going to host the Super Bowl in about 13 months. Mm -hmm. And that's a big undertaking. It's a time when you can showcase your state in your city. And of course, we all know the condition that the city of New Orleans is in, so we got a lot of work to do. But <clears throat> we embarked upon an interview process for the selection of the superintendent and that executive staff that had never been done before. We involved the Louisiana Sheriff's Association. They gave us six sheriffs, along with Laura Rodriguez and Tony Clayton, who's the DA. They, I'm telling you, they worked for two weeks and interviewed every state police officer of the rank of captain and above. That had never been done before. But to me, it was important because we wanted this appointment to really be, to really come from the ranks, to not just be 
a political appointment mm-hmm. um, because we know that the state police has is, is, is got some issues right now. Um, and I'm going to tell you something. The team is unbelievable. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud. It was a, it's a big lift. And then, we, of course, we had Liz Mural um, with us uh, where we announced, she, her and I announced a, a legal team that, that, that's going to work with her um, on, on making sure that, 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 that what's going on inside the state police is we have a, a very unbiased review. Mm-hmm. And then to top it all off, we announced an agreement with the <laughs> DA of the city of New Orleans. And, and this was something that had been working. We had been in the works now for about, about 10 days. Him and I had been talking back and forth. Um, and, and, and because look, we can't go into that city. If, if, if the offices that are, that we bring in, don't have the confidence, okay, that there's a prosecutor that's going to make the cases, sure. and 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 so and there's 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 been some credibility issues, and and of course in the discussions that I've had with Jason, he he pointed out, and and I think rightfully so that that he feels that a bunch of the problems uh, are caused by the courts, and we're going to work, and that's our next step. We're going to start working on the court system down there as well, because we have to make that city. And then Baton Rouge and then Shreveport and the rest of the state safe so we can grow our economy and just have a great state again. Yeah, I, 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 when I saw that, I thought, wow, this is something that should have been done eight years ago. And, and I just think you being governor, you making a step towards something you promised. You, other people have come on this program, talked about the problem of crime in New Orleans. You and I both know that's not the only place. But, man, when you think of New Orleans, you know, Louisiana, a lot of people think of New Orleans, and it hadn't been safe. And I'm, I'm hoping and praying this will be a start of something good for New Orleans but for the state of Louisiana because I know y'all couldn't just go in and do anything. And I think you being a governor, they, they kind of open it up saying, hey, we got a governor now. Let's see if we can get this worked out. That's what it looked like to me from a guy looking, looking from a distance. Well, look, I appreciate that moment. You're right. I mean, we we fully intend to keep the promises that we made to the people of the state. You know me. Um, <clears throat> when I make a promise, and I try not to make many, because sometimes they are to keep. But we promise to work on crime, to work on education, to work on the economy. And so we started. And, and believe you me, what we did yesterday is the first step of many steps that we're going to take to not only secure the streets of New Orleans, but to secure the streets of the state. Uh, because, again, crime is something that's affecting everyone, not just the people in, in, in New Orleans and Baton Rouge and Shreveport. We've got a juvenile crime problem that spans the entire state. Uh, we, we, we've been talking to legislators, um, and we are going to methodically work our way through through this process. And, and, and by the way, look, I'm, I, get, I get the great honor of making the appointments and doing the press conference. But, you know, yesterday I brought those sheriffs out and Laura Rodriguez and Tony Clayton. Um, those men and women are ones that deserve so much of the credit. We've got transition committees that are working, um, you know, every day, coming to Lafayette, um, and 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 really drilling down on what they see are the problems of the state that they're going to bring to me, and then we are going to collectively work with the new leadership in the House and the Senate, and 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 all of those legislators to try to fix these things. I mean, there's no reason we can't go out there and work on the things that we all agree on, and we fight over the other things later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just too many issues. Jeff Landry, of course, our 
governor-elect will be sworn in on, I think, January 8th, right? January 8th. That, that is absolutely um, correct, Moon. And, and again, you, got, you know, people who want to participate, come to the ball, they can go to oneteam.la. Um, uh, there is some great information on it. We'll be posting more information. Um, and we're going to work all the way up until that day, and then we're going to have a day of celebrating, and then we're going to get to work again. Yeah, I, you know, Jeff, when y'all they called, and I'm, I'm going to get you off here in just a minute, but when they called and said you were come on a program and just talking some generalities. Now, you know me, I'm not a behind-the-back guy. I like to do stuff on ass. So now i got to ask you for my favor with everybody in Louisiana listening. You ready? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. When are you going to point me ahead of wildlife and fishery? That's the only job I want. And the reason I say that, Jeff, oh, that well, hold up. You know, you know I like to fish, but I, I take all them agents and I say, guys, we're going to make this the best fishery we ever had. So when it grows grass in the lake, we're going to leave it alone so the fish can be caught. And then I'm going to go to the hunters and say, how can we grow them bigger, bigger deer, bring in more ducks? And I'm going to really care. And I thought, this is my great way to propose I become a wildlife and fishery. And by the way, if you did that, I will never talk to you again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, Moon, I really wish I could appoint myself as the Secretary of Wildlife and Fisheries, probably for the same reasons yeah. as you. I mean, I would love to appoint you, but we certainly don't want to take you off the air as well. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. Don't uh, say I that. I promise you. There's a long list. There's a long list out there, um, and we're going to start working on that as well. Look, that's another, you know, that, that agency is very near and dear to me as well because I'm, a, as you know, I'm a big hunter and I'm a big fisherman. Um, and, you know, honestly, look, I mean, I'll tell you this in front of everyone listening to this thing. We said, when I was growing up, all I wanted to be was a wildlife and fishery yeah, agent. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And so, uh, so, so there you go. But um, uh, I'm sure we'll, um, we'll get a great person. Yeah. Um, uh, to head that up, and, and we, like I said, we're going to just methodically work our way through. And 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 and, I, but, but I got to tell you, I'm excited. I think the people of the state are excited. Yep. And I'm, I'm, I'm I hope everyone has an unbelievable holiday. We want everybody to stay safe. One thing about it, Jeff. Christmas. One thing about it. You're right. There's a there's a there's a lot of optimism right now, and hope. And uh, I don't want that to die. I want that to keep going. So, hey, we look. We wish you the best of luck. You, you're always welcome here. Remember that. All right. Well, thank you. I look forward to doing it again soon. All right. Jeff Landry, our Attorney General, but Governor-elect, and just kind of catching us up on what's going on behind the scenes. Take a break. Be right back. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwoods has strived to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman. He does a great job. If you're looking for lumber, Dino Hardwoods stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Bruce Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great 
Louisiana Company. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you hit it that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Hello, welcome back to the Show. Great to have you with us. Oh, the stories I can tell. 844-766-6607 is the number. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. We're all giving away some cane rubber pecans. All you can do is email me, moon at moongrafon.com. Uh, it's an opportunity to be a voice. You know, it's funny. Somebody asked me, he said, well, you got a governor on. No, actually, he's governor-elect because uh, Bell never came back. He came on several times, never came back when he got to be governor even though I asked to go down to the mansion and speak. And Bobby Jindal was the governor for eight years before him, and Bobby came on 43 times before, before, the, uh, before he won. And when he qualified, I never heard from him again, Brandon. And so we've heard from Jeff already, and Jeff, Jeff is the governor-elect. So uh, when Blanco was the governor, she wouldn't come on as an interview. She did call a couple times uh, I want to say after she got out on some comments that were made on the program. And so actually I had her on the interview one time, but she never came on as governor. And then Mike Foster did come on, but normally it was to holler at me. <laughs> no, he was mad as hell at me. But I did get to go to the mansion to uh, meet with Mike Foster. I met with him a couple of hours. Governor Blanco came in. I met with her for about three hours. She didn't want me to leave. We went back and forth. And then when Bell got in, uh, I went down and spent, I don't know, a couple hours with him at the, uh, and every one of them, it was funny, Brandon, every one of them, we went and I either ate lunch or ate breakfast. And every time I went to the governor's mansion, the governor sat in the same chair at the end of the table and I sat to his left. Now that wasn't right, y'all, because I'm not the left of anybody. So, so every time, and then Bobby Jindal would not bring me to the mansion because he was scared of me. And I still don't understand that, but that's what I was told by people that worked for him. And, uh, and so, no, I'm not trying to get breakfast with Jeff. <laughs> I'd rather not. That means I'm in good shape. The, the problem is all three of the people I would talk to, every one of them wanted to raise taxes. Uh, Edwards, Democrat. Blanco, Democrat. Mike Foster, Republican, come lately. 
he was a Democrat his whole life until he, you know, qualified to vote. So uh, I just kind of get a kick out of it when I was telling Brandon uh, and Joe and them a story uh, about when I sat down with Bell Edwards and them. So I go there, Brandon. This is just a little inside story. So, you know, you, you, you meet the state trooper first. They know you're coming. And then here comes some of the staff, uh, the flunky, little flunky Mark Cooper, who, by the way, I hope he don't get in Jeff's uh, governorship. He's been in there. He don't care if you're liberal, re- uh, Republican, Democrat, woke. He's for you if you put him in a $200,000-a-year job. So he had Cooper and uh, little, little Richard, Richard Carbo. And so we go sit at a table. The governor came out and met the governor. And I'd met him before. So we sit down at the table. We order breakfast. And this was the funniest thing. Now, Brandon, I'm in the mansion. You realize you can't just walk up to the mansion. You can't. You can't just, you just can't sure come off the can. street and walk yeah. in the mansion. No. I couldn't. I wouldn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah. So I go into the mansion. The state police guy's there. Let's me in. I maybe even signed a book. I don't remember. So I got. I met them, and we go sit down. So I'm sitting by the governor. We order breakfast, and he turns to me. This is Bill. And Governor Edwards turns to me and goes, "Now, what did you come in here to talk to me about?" Uh-huh. It's a true story. I'm, I'm not exaggerating my word. Now, I'm in the mansion getting ready to eat breakfast with the governor and his chief of staff and Lil Richard. And the governor turned to me, want to know what I want to talk to him about. I didn't set the meeting up. They set the meeting up. They called me. They said the governor wanted to get to meet me. Don't feel like I knew him. This was when he first got elected. They wanted to raise taxes. And I, <laughs> what do you say? So I, I looked. They may have just said that to throw you off. Honestly. No, he didn't throw me off. I, I stood there and went, well, Governor? And I looked at Lil Richard. Now, Lil Richard got that little telephone. <laughs> Probably taping everything. <laughs> and look, he's sinking in the seat. I said, well, Governor, Lil Richard, Carbo over here. I didn't call him Lil Richard. I said, Richard's the one called me and set this up. said, you wanted to talk to me. And the whole time, Richard's in that telephone sinking in that seat. <laughs> and then the Governor goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, this is starting off kind of weird. Nobody can walk into governor's mansion and eat breakfast. I can't unless you get invited. They wanted to know what I wanted to talk to the governor about. <laughs> I told the governor something that came true. I said, Governor, I'm sitting right in the same chair I said with uh, Mike Foster, Blanco, and you. Same chair, same room, right by the kitchen when you walk out, there's a Big, I call it mess hall, whatever you want to call it. And uh, so I'm sitting there with the governor, and I, and I told him this before I left. And Brandon, this is it. God is my witness. Okay, if I'm wrong, the Lord needs to spank me. I said, Governor, I've listened to you. And I said, Can I tell you something? Can I be real blunt with you? He kind of look at you kind of funny. And there's, there's the chief of staff, the flunky Cooper, and the Bernie Carbo, or Richard Carbo, and they, about, you can tell about the choke. I ain't said nothing the whole time, Brandon. I listen, okay? Well, you let off with, can I be blunt with you? I know, but no, no, that wasn't the beginning. That was the, this is the end of the conversation. Oh, okay. I said, hey, Governor, can I be blunt with you? I said, you know, I sat in this chair three times for all y'all. And I said, you know, you're talking about the same thing they did. All you want to do is raise taxes. I said, I tell you what, Governor, I'm just listening to you. You're going to be a failed governor. And I told a man sitting to his face, you're going to be a failed governor. I said, he said, I ain't going to be as bad as Bobby General, so I don't know time to tell. I said, but you're going to be a failed governor because you're talking about the same thing. You're not even talking about businesses, small business. Same thing I'm talking about now with Jeff. You're not even talking about businesses. You're not talking about getting businesses straight. All you're talking about is raising taxes to keep government going. 
I said, Governor, if you stay on the path that we're on now, we, you will be a failed governor. Now, Brandon, I got to fast forward over eight years now, a little bit under eight years. I told a man he was going to fail, and he did, because all he cared about was growing government and seeing how much federal money he can get. I told a man to his face. I wasn't ugly. I just said, Governor, can I be blunt? I told him he was going to fail, and he's failed us. They can't talk about one thing in the private sector, not one thing. So little, 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 uh, little sidetrack there, folks, I know, but just wanted to let you know what I said because I told him that to his face, sitting right there, that you will be a failed governor because you only want to raise taxes and you want to do the same thing everybody else did, including Jindal. He failed us. He failed us big time. 150 more thousand people gone, businesses gone. Businesses leaving New Orleans, crime, $18 billion in backlogs and roads. Schools hadn't moved. He's failed us. I was honest with him, and, it was, and I was right, unfortunately. Tim Brando, we're going to jump gears. College football playoff. A show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, and here on News Talk 96.5, KPEL. One in three adults has prediabetes. That means it could be you, your best man, your worst man. <gasps> Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org to know where you stand. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Russell Wilson here. We play 60, United Way, and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Healthy kids! To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course! Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. News Talk, 96.5, KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Two more Israeli hostages have just been set free. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, released by Hamas on the seventh day of a twice-extended ceasefire in Gaza. Ahead of an expected larger hostage release later tonight, we're learning that one of those two hostages' name uh, is Mia Shem, a 21-year-old woman. They are on their way to Israel right now. Fox's Nate Foy in Tel Aviv reports the release comes hours after. A Hamas terrorist attack in Jerusalem that killed three people this morning at a bus stop. Reservists shot and killed the two terrorists who were brothers. Now, during a meeting with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken this morning, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Israel will stop at nothing to eliminate Hamas. Secretary Blinken said the U.S. remains focused on supporting Israel while also helping the innocent people in Gaza. The House will debate today and perhaps set up a vote tomorrow to expel Congressman George Santos. The reality of it is it's all theater. Now he claims they're judge, jury, and executioner, that he hasn't been convicted of anything, though the Republicans have been indicted on campaign finance fraud after the lies Santos has told New York voters about his past. An ethics committee found he misused campaign funds. It's amazing to me that this House continues to want to push me out. Meanwhile, we have Secretary Mayorkas, who's committed absolute dereliction of his duty, has put all Americans in danger. On that point, many of Santos's fellow Republicans agree. The House could also vote tomorrow on impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over the record surge of illegal immigration. Democrats trying to delay that, hoping to send the issue to committee as border security 
has become a big sticking point in the Senate. Republicans are insisting that any foreign aid to Israel, Ukraine, and the Indo-Pacific also come with addressing the border challenges. And while Democrats are feeling the pressure to come around to that, they insist that any changes to asylum policy also come with pathways to citizenship. Fox's Jackie Heinrich, America's listening to Fox News. Don't let everyday aches and pains keep you from living your best life. I don't think I really understood what people meant when they talked about pain until I started feeling it myself. Start feeling better every day with Relief Factor, a daily supplement designed to support your body's fight against aches and pains. Not only do I move better without pain, I just feel better. Created by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that target four metabolic pathways to address pain. Relief Factor doesn't just mask aches and pains, it helps reduce or even eliminate them. Today, I do the things I love and it doesn't occur to me to think about pain. You can feel the difference all day, every day. Join the over 1 million people who have tried Relief Factor's three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95 and comes with our feel better or your money back guarantee. Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. Bikers Against Child Abuse empowers children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. For more information, visit bacaworld.org. Our helpline is 866-885-9474. BACA. Breaking the Chains of Abuse. Um. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Hello, welcome to Grafon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. We're waiting for Tim Brando. Uh, he's going to make me mad at him. <laughs> he's going to make me call him names on a radio program if you don't call. Hey, before we get to that, though, uh, we do have the Cane River uh, Pecan Giveaway, moongrafon.com. Make sure you say you want to win and leave a deal. Got to talk about my good friends at South Star Urgent Care. You know... A lot of urgent cares out there, and I want you to go to one that you can depend on, one that you like, one that services you like your family, one that can get you in and out. That's South Star. That's South Star Urgent Care. I'm just telling you. They were founded in Lafayette, 
and local bravado, but they've grown around the greatest state of Louisiana and even beyond that. They treat you like you want to be treated. From, from the time you walk in the door to the time you check out, they treat you like you matter. You're not a number. The folks at South Star greet you with a genuine smile, make you feel comfortable, and really listen so they can get you fixed. They do a lot of stuff. Hey, go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com to find out in your area where the closest South Star Urgent Care is located. Folks, save time in a clinic and check in online, which you can't do everywhere. Folks, from x-rays to uh, allergies, dehydration, fever, flu, fractures, laceration, RSV, sprains, strains, they do it all at South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com. Southstarmoon.com. All right, we got him. Mr. Tim Brando joins us. And if you don't know Tim Brando, you never watch college sports in your life because at one time, and I still believe he's like that, he was Mr. College Sports, as far as I'm concerned, basketball, football, and uh, he also uh, was with CBS. I know he's with Fox now. Tim, you're late, but that's okay. I'm not going to call you a name. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm not it's giving you a nickname. <laughs> hey, Tim, I'm not giving you a nickname, but I could call you Timeless Tim Brando. But I'm not. I'm not going to do that to you, Tim. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, you got to tell one quick story without mentioning all the names. I, I said, uh, I've been knowing Tim for a while, and Tim's a OUL. I'm a Northeast graduate like me. And I said, mm-hmm. Tim, Tim never got involved in politics. He votes, and he got involved in politics. And I said, Next thing you know is Moon's calling him a big liberal there. <laughs> uh, you said that in front of all these people, and I was sitting there going, Tim's getting ready to have me shot. I was just trying to take care of a coach that was converting from Democrat to Republican, <laughs> and boy, old Moon had me in his line of sight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I, I, but, you, but you told me that in front of a bunch of people at alumni deal, and I... I was about to gag, man. You were making me laugh so much. And this dang guy right here, I thought, oh, my God. But anyway, it's good to hear from you, Tim. Uh, it really is. It's good to be good to be back with you, pal. It is. Uh, and, and you know, this, this, this weekend I was just about to – I'm heading out to, tomorrow to Wisconsin to do Marquette and, and Wisconsin. Marquette's a heck of a basketball team. And uh, this is the first time in a few years that, that Spencer and I haven't had a championship game to call. Fox only has – a couple this year, and um, so I'm moving on to baskets. But I had 17 games, and we did these two games of a Friday and a Saturday, which we did that snow globe game Saturday night in uh, Manhattan, Kansas, after doing Oklahoma on uh, Thanksgiving Friday. And it just was a blur. College football this yeah. year was a blur, and, and um, but it's still in my head. So I'm glad I'm doing a game with Raftery because, if I weren't, and I was just sitting at home on this Saturday, I'd be like, "Damn, I need to be at a game." I need to. So I'm glad that I'm moving on to to hoops. But it's good to be with you. No, Tim, thank you so much. Uh, now, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm Brandon. We laughing, but Brandon was on the air the night, and I'm listening to the game. So I text him during the game while he's talking. You know, Tim, they tell me. I can talk and text at the same time, and Brando did the same thing back to me. He texted me back, and I, we started laughing. And, uh, anyway, that's, that's kind of how we got to hook up. Hey, Tim, I, I agree with you. I, I, I love college sports in general. Really love the college football and college basketball, kind of like with you. But, uh, man, the season mm-hmm. started, and it's over. It's not over for everybody, but it's, but it's over in a big-time way. So the college football playoffs, uh, I just kind of get your, your take on it. Uh, when it was two teams, we had the same problem that we had with four teams. 
in my opinion. Right. We're having the same problem right. now. I know you're not a I don't know if you're a saving guy. I know you you dogged him out not too long ago for something you said, but uh-huh. but he was right about one thing. He said we're gonna have the same problem at four teams. Well we have the same problem yeah. at twelve. That's just give me your opinion no. on where we're going. No, we won't. I, I think uh, the dilemma that the committee has uh, this weekend is regardless of the outcome of these championship games, you know, lots of fans are going to be, and, and parts of the country are going to be pissed off. I mean, they are. And there's just, there's just no getting around it. And the reason for it is this is the only sport, the only sport in America that doesn't allow uh, the championship evolution mm-hmm. of a season to decide who plays for the ultimate title. You know, you look at this year for most of the season, I'd say somewhere between 12 to 15 teams probably felt like, you know what? We could win the whole thing. We're good enough to win the whole thing. I think as we got through the end of November, you could probably bring that number down to say the top 18. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I, I would say to you, number one, okay, Georgia is where they are and Alabama is eight and that's where they are. And you could argue that Alabama, even though they barely got by on a miracle fourth and 31 throw at Auburn of all places, that they have a right to believe that they have evolved since giving up that loss to Texas in week two of the college football season. So I think they've got a legitimate uh, right as fans and as a program to say that. Okay. But the problem for Alabama is that even if they beat Georgia, I mean, even if they beat Georgia, Texas is going to beat Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. okay? They are. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma State's a, a really good team, but they're one-dimensional. They've got a great running back. They don't have much else. And I think Texas will win the Big 12 title. And Alabama fan just needs to come to terms with the fact that no one, including the people on the committee, can unsee yep. the greatest victory on the road in college football by a college football team was Texas's win in Tuscaloosa. No doubt. It, it just... That's a head-to-head victory. So uh, Alabama, if they beat Georgia, Moon, could likely cost the SEC a bid into the top four. We could be without an SEC team in the college football playoff if Alabama beats Georgia. But, Tim, if they beat Georgia, I've seen somebody say this. Now, look, I follow it, and I laugh at a lot of it because sometimes the experts don't get it right. So I saw a scenario that Alabama beats Georgia – Okay, Texas goes in and went out. Alabama, uh, Georgia still gets in the tournament. Alabama don't because Georgia's been in the top couple, number one spot right. for most of the time. And I laughed at that because the reason that you just said Alabama can't get there because Texas beat them. Well, Georgia can't get there because yeah. Alabama beat them. And if you look at strength right. of schedule, Alabama's probably going to have a harder schedule than Georgia if they beat Georgia. So I, yeah. it's just yeah. it's so it's all still in the minds of the people who are making the votes. Exactly, and that's totally subjective. And 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 my biggest criticism of the process with four, as was the case with two, is brand names win. Yeah, big Kahuna's win. Like as an example, uh, if if TCU or Oklahoma State or Baylor or any team not named Texas, okay, was the winner of the Big Twelve championship, Alabama would probably get in. Mm-hmm. even if they had lost to TCU or Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. because they're not Texas, okay? Agreed. And that's what, that, that's what the, the, the committee can't help itself. You know, people talk about bias in media all the time, 
and I argue that I am totally objective when I call a game. But I will tell you that all of us, Moon, all of us, whether it's in politics or in sports, we're all <laughs> have built-in bias. So you, you, are you, are you, and that's true. That's that's true for any committee. Uh, are you telling me? Are you telling me, Tim, that I can't use my slogan anymore? Then my slogan is the most <laughs> nonpartisan, nonpolitical show in the air today. <laughs> no, no, no. You, 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 you certainly can use it. <laughs> you and the libertarians can take it all the way to your grave. Okay, but but the reality, Moon. The reality is uh, th- this. This year sheds even greater light, I think, on what's around the corner when we expand to 12 teams. You know, a lot of fans are upset about realignment. They hate that the Pac-12 is blowing up, Mm -hmm. that we have all these teams from the West moving into the Big Ten, some of them moving into the Big 12. Uh, A lot of fans, you know, in the SEC fought uh, Missouri coming in, weren't real thrilled about A&M coming in. And now, you know, you look at Texas and Oklahoma coming in, and I think the SEC fans, for the most part, are conditioned now to welcome that, to say, hey, they're only going to bolster us. They're going to make our footprint even larger. But whether we have four power conferences or five or three power conferences and five, you could argue that the ACC in a couple of years could go away, mm-hmm. you know, that, that North Carolina and Virginia could go Big Ten, that Florida State and Clemson could go SEC. That I don't know. Could it happen? Possibly. Yeah. But the bottom line is, we need to stop thinking necessarily about conferences and start thinking more about individual teams and the country's geography because that was the problem with the, the BCS and the problem with the college football playoff was that we were not allowing enough access for teams to get in and decide it on the field. When we go to 12 teams, all right, think about this, the, the November to remember, those games, all those games involving teams that are ranked somewhere between 10 and 20 next year are going to matter so much more because you're trying to get in the top 12. And then once we get into the the championship Saturdays, people say, well, we don't need to have a conference championships. Yeah, you do. Number one, because you make money. And number two, because that'll help you position yourself either to get in to the 12 team playoff or to get a home game Mm -hmm. in the 12 team playoff or in the case of the top four, get a bye week and uh, enjoy a week off to prepare for the next round, which will be the case, you know, next season. Okay, hold your I thought. will tell you in the new hold television deal. Hold your thought, Tim. Hold yeah. your thought right there where you yeah. are. You're going to tell us yeah. when we get back. Tim Brando, honor to have him on here today, folks. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. <music> the holidays, I use Cane River Pecan Company gifts to thank my loyal sponsors. Cane River Pecan Company is family-owned, Louisiana company since 1969, and features the premier selection of gourmet pecans uh-huh. in the South. Visit CaneRiverPecan.com and see why pecan gifts are the perfect way to strengthen business relationships and recognize loyal customers. Call toll-free 800-293-8710. Again, the number is 800-293-8710, and ask to have a free catalog sent to you or visit them online at CaneRiverPecans.com. Do what Moon does. That's me. Get pecans from Cane River Pecan Company. Once again, call toll-free 1-800-293-8710. 1-800-293-8710. Hey, I've been doing this for many, many years. Send Cane River Pecan. They'll never forget you. CaneRiverPecans.com. 
Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement. South Star Urgent Care is the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care It's the urgent care you need. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. Real sugar come. It's Timothy Green's first day at school. Mom, I can handle it from here. What's in his backpack? He's about to fall Anything over. Anything he might need. There's a box of tissues and band-aids. There's a whole first aid kit, actually. You don't have to be perfect. Have Goodbye. a great day. That's too much pressure. Have the day you have. To be a perfect parent. There are two people who want you more than anything. They'll make mistakes, but they will love you more than you can imagine. There are thousands of children in foster care who will take you just as you are. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council. Hey, parents, you don't need the latest gizmo slang or clothes to be a perfect parent because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUsKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Adopt Us Kids and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. We have uh, Mr. Tim Brando. It's an honor to have Tim on, and we're talking about the college football playoffs. So, Tim, you were talking uh, uh, really about the 12-team uh, playoff that will be in effect next year. Yeah, I, I think it's going to make a huge difference. It's going to make uh, college football's regular season better. You know, people have argued, gosh, well, you know, they're – they're not more than four teams, five, maybe six, possibly, that are deserving of, of playing for a national title. And I think a lot of that is skewed because the CFP was handled so poorly with four teams. Um, you know, the selection process was just not very good. So the semifinal games, for the most part, until last year, were blowouts. And the ratings were poor. I think that's one of the reasons, frankly, why uh, the, the, the television networks right now are, um, you know, a little hesitant about paying or overpaying uh, for an expanded playoff. And that's why it's going to take more than just ESPN to be involved. I think uh, the company I work for will be, and there'll be a lot of other suitors, other networks that will be involved. And I think that's why inventory is going to matter uh, from television's perspective. And uh, ultimately, I think in 2026, when the new TV deal is done, people need to understand we are expanding to 12 moon but this is an old tv deal this is not a new uh tv deal yet next year it's not uh espn still has another year left on its contract and then uh, negotiations begin for the 26th season for a new tv deal and that's when i believe we'll go to 16 
and we'll cut it off there. We don't need more than that. Uh, well, all that would mean it would be the same number of weeks that we would extend the season. Sure. It just means the top four teams would be at home for another home game for their fans in the first round, and they would not have a bye. Okay, let me ask so you a question, Tim. Let me ask you a question because, you know, the, the Division two or 1AA does that. And uh, mm-hmm. why didn't they just go straight to 16? Why, why the baby steps on this when you can have everybody? <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking because it seems to me well, why you just didn't do yeah. that at the beginning if that's where you're going anyway and then you got everybody well, playing the first weekend. You well, know, first and foremost, it's an existing television contract right now, okay? They didn't want to change it until the, the deal had run its 12-year course, okay. and it hasn't. Uh, that's first and foremost. The second uh, part of that is college football at the Division One level has been slower to change than baseball. It's been slower than molasses. Yeah. And the, the protection of bowl game contracts and all that has always come into play uh, with college football. You know, uh, uh, allowing teams to play at home in the opening round of, uh, of a Division One college football playoff is a huge deal yeah. at the D1 level because the bowls are, have been such a part of the history of Division One, And uh, a lot of people have been given a lot of favors through the years in that bowl system, some worthwhile and some not so worthwhile. But that's, uh, that's, that's okay. really the reason for it, Moon. Okay. But I think what's going to wind up happening is after they see how great 12 is, they'll know they definitely need to go to 16. And uh, for them to get the money they want, and, and they're talking – you know, uh, the money they want somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty million per game. Mm. Uh, that's the number I'm hearing, wow. Wow. and the only way you're going to get that from television is by moving to sixteen and and making sure you get the top four involved in uh, all weeks of the of the circumstances. So I think twelve is going to be uh, really fun for people, but I do think we'll go to sixteen. The best part of all this, and I, again, I urge even some of the guys that are my age and older that are really hesitant about change and don't like the idea of, of so much of what's going on in college football, whether it's NIL, the transfer portal, whatever else. The thing that you're going to love about this is instead of wondering if Alabama has evolved into such a better team than Texas, okay, that, that you, we're not going to have to wonder about it anymore. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. You know, Alabama can get another shot at Texas in a 12 or 16 team playoff. Sure. So finally, College football, like every other sport, will determine its champion based on what happens on the field. Sure. Not because of a committee who's decided who's good enough and who's not. Okay, that's, that's, been, the, that's been the biggest problem college football has had uh, through the years. And these, these people that believe that, oh, it's going to water down uh, rivalry games and they won't mean as much as they once did. No, that's just not true. It will only enhance the regular season. Every game is going to matter so much more and there'll be more games that matter because teams are trying to get in because there's no question that teams are playing a certain level in november may not have been as good in september okay but that was that was the big that's gonna be the big question because when i first heard this i thought oh god the first ain't gonna be with three or four teams can win it but that's not true we're gonna talk about that when we get back tim brando my special guest and i honor have tim a real, uh, a real sports guy, folks, that really has watched this stuff for a long time. He's been a big part of college football and college basketball. Take a break. Be right back.
tell you about one of my new advertisements. Adapt Concepts AC Service Repairs. Oh, serving all of Acadiana, surrounding areas, and the Gulf of Mexico for over six years. Full-service AC and heating company. Repairs, installation, and preventive maintenance, which is very, very important. Insulation service, professional quality services, focus on creating value for you. Terms of certified technician, 24-7 customer service, and free consultation. I'm talking ADAPT Concepts, AC service repairs. You want the professionals? You want the best? This is them. Purchase a qualified high-efficient system for maintenance plus Get a free 12-year parts and labor warranty. Wow. Don't you want to know about that? Call them at 337-408-8202. That's 337-408-8202. Or go to the website, adapt-ac.com. That's adapt-ac.com. Are the rapidly changing cybersecurity needs of your business keeping you up at night? Our Convergence was founded by two honest men, respected and faithful Louisiana natives over 20 years ago. The passion for excellence and service led to the growth one customer at a time and expanded to the entire Gulf Coast region. Our Convergence has established a long history of being trusted cyber security and advanced technology partners for large enterprise-grade companies, including universities, banks, healthcare providers. Our Convergence also offers the same level of expertise and service to small businesses with no IT staff, none. Give iConvergence the chance to earn your business by calling them at 1-800-820-9695, 800-820-9695, or by visiting their website, iConvergence.com, iConvergence.com. Let the professionals at iConvergence get you taken care of, and you're going to feel safe from the changing cybersecurity landscape. It's obvious. This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Microphone show. We got one more segment to go with Mr. Tim Brando. Tim, it's an honor. Thank you for spending a few minutes with the audience. And you know, this is the most nonpartisan, nonpolitical show anyway. And this fit right in. Uh, <laughs> Tim's going over. Oh <laughs> Tim, but one of the questions that I, I was, you kind of answered it, but I'm going to let you talk about it a little bit. I always say, well, if they go to 12, that's fine. But it's only, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, there's only about two teams in the way it's set up that can win the championship every year, two or three. You may say it's a lot more. They just don't get the chance. Can't argue with that. But in this scenario, you could have an eight or nine seed. You could see an LSU coming on late that lost some early games. Alabama, Ohio yep. State, not just SEC schools. And you're saying, you know, every year I hear you guys on the air saying, you know, they played them early in the year. They might not want to play them right now. And that, right. that no would change about- that right yeah. there. Yeah, and, and the and the transfer portal is huge in terms of changing the makeup uh, and the complexion of a team. 
if you were to take a look at the, at the players now entering the portal, this is the portal season, uh, there are teams and schools, uh, Moon, that could never recruit the same caliber of player that the brand names Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, Texas, Alabama, uh, historically recruit. But through the transfer portal, they can get them, okay? And if you get them, then that player that uh, was absolutely never going to consider you as a five-star coming out of high school, uh, he might consider you when you come back. Watch out for what the situation is with Arch Manning uh, at Texas. Uh, given the circumstances with um, Lake Murphy, the other quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, that is um, a- apparently on deck to be the, the starting quarterback at uh, Texas once Quinn Ewers is gone. Um, you know, that's going to be a dramatic off-season story to watch. Uh, my understanding is Arch loves it at, at, in Austin. There's there's a lot of NIL revenue there for him, but you know that that young man's dying to play. Oh yeah. So okay. what will be the story? Sarkeesian's got some. They have to re-recruit these guys, coaches, every year to hold on to the personnel. Yeah, I, I'm a. I'll be honest with you, Tim, and you you probably have a different take on it. I I don't the money part. I understand. I get it. Uh, the, yeah. The transfer portal. I don't like it the way it's set up. I, I mean, just jump around. No, matter of no, fact, matter of fact, you got you got a you got a guy that uh, Max Johnson. You know him, LSU played at LSU. Yep. Went to A and M. Well, he got yep. one year left. Now he's going to North Carolina. I just nothing against Max right. Johnson. I want the kid to do well. Seems like a real good family, yep. a good kid. But man, this is jumping around too much now. And I just wonder the money wise. Yep. I get it a lot more than I do the portal. Sure. Well, the issue is lack of regulation. Uh, that's another factor. The NCAA needs to be the hell out of college football altogether. They have pushed this on college football. Uh, they kicked the can down to the curb for 15 years, and the, uh, the Supreme Court, who can't agree on anything, could agree on the fact that the NCAA uh, operated outside the Sherman Antitrust Act and absolutely monopolized the sport in such a way that, it, that they, could, they could vote 9 nothing. In, in terms of the na- name, image, and likeness, and the NCAA could do nothing about it. They should have done something about it and admitted the problems that they had, but they're a neo-colonial outfit that has been lining their pockets on the blood, sweat, and tears of players for years. So that's why they're in the situation they're in. The people that govern college football, the commissioners, okay, the Greg Sankeys, the Tony Petitis of the Big Ten, and the Brett Yormarks of the Big 12, they've got to take control of this sport and govern it. The NCAA can maintain its, uh, its, its governance of the men's NCAA basketball tournament, the women's tournament, all the non-revenue-producing sports, uh, Moon, but they have no business. Since they lost their lawsuit in 84 to the universities of Georgia and Oklahoma and no longer had the monopoly on television rights, the NCAA has done nothing but screw up college football. And I think they take some pride in it. I, yeah. I frankly believe they take some pride in it. You know, it's just uh, I, 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 real quick story because I know you got to go in a few minutes. Uh, look, I went to Northeast. I was on a full basketball scholarship, and I remember my daddy every year when I got out of school, he had a job for me. He always had a good job working in a hot sun <laughs> pipeline construction. I always had a hard job, but I was paid pretty good. Yeah. So I always had money when I went back because you college athlete can't work work during the school year. But there were a lot of young athletes. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are black that just never had any money. And I always thought, you know, if they'd pay these kids, they're giving these kids $500 a month back then. Now you got to go late 70s, early 80s. that had been a lot of play money. Right. Now it's gotten out of hand instead of them doing something about it before. And I, kn- I knew this was coming back in 79 and 80 when I sure. saw it. 
You know, yeah, so yeah. it's their fault on that. But the transfer portal, once again, I'm, I'm going to let that go because I know nothing, none of that's going to change overnight, and we'll see what they end up doing with that. Tim, uh, Well, we can regulate it. We can regulate it as long as the people in governance have good intentions. And, and the NCAA never did, okay? Yeah. I do believe that the commissioners really do uh, understand. And they've got to get the presidents of the universities to understand that leaning on the NCAA to do the dirty work is not the way to go. Once again, Moon, it comes back down to the academicians, the presidents of the universities coming to terms with how college uh, athletics works and how it enhances academics when your athletics are flourishing. Yeah. It enhances enrollment when your athletics are flourishing. And I, I, it's shameful to say, but probably only about half of the Division One presidents understand that. I don't even think most of the most of these uh, most of these sports uh, universities lose money. A lot of them lose money. And uh, let me tell you, when yep. I went, I went. I had the first time. I always wanted to go outside of venue. Been to LSU many, many times in my life. So I went to Tuscaloosa to watch the game, and, and there's really nothing there but the university. But I was driving around. Right. I was with some LSU board of supervisors, and they said, "Moon, you see all this stuff? Everything looked brand new." They said, yeah. "Saban." Saban and, the, and that football program built it all for the university. No question. Places around it. And like it was in, everything looked brand new, Tim. Everything. And so, Absolutely. by the way, here's something else I heard. I heard 70% of their students were out-of-state students. Where in Louisiana, 70 80% of in-state students. So they're drawing people yep. and money from outside. Guess what happens? They make more money from an out-of-state student than they do an interstate student. So oh, it's, no all, all that was going, and they were explaining this to me, and I was just, my eyes were open. Do you have any idea economically what Eli Manning's presence at Ole Miss did for Oxford? I mean, it was incredible. Couldn't imagine. What it, I mean, if you've ever been to the Ole Miss campus, uh, my youngest daughter's a, an Ole Miss grad, and, and my oldest was at LSU. I'm, the, the differences in what the makeup of these schools and the enrollment is is unbelievable, Moon, and it's all because athletics has flourished at all of them. Yeah, by the way, that doesn't surprise me at all. I hadn't been to that campus, Tim, and I think LSU goes there maybe in two years, and if they do, that's the next one I want to go to. I just wanted to go travel and check it out. Well, Tim, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you, you headed to do some uh, basketball. How, how much of the football will you get to – before I let you go, I'm getting ready to let you go. How much football will you get to watch this weekend? Do you have time or are you traveling oh, to I'll, basketball? <laughs> I'll watch it as soon as my game is over in Wisconsin. Uh, I made sure that I got a plane with a TV on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I don't blame uh, you. I don't blame I you. But, but because my game is early, I'll get home in prime time in, uh, in order to watch the Big Ten. I'll be in the air when I'm watching the SEC, but I, there, I will not miss any of it. Trust me. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Tim, hey, Tim, let's do it again, and God bless you, man. It's awful kind of you to come on and visit with us. From, from a man who shot you down one time, you came back. I appreciate it. You're the best. Thanks, Boone. <laughs> Tim Bye-bye. Rando, legendary. Legend. He is a legend. He's a legend in college sports. He's a legend on the air. He's a great guy, by the way, and he will cut up with you. And I think I like that the most, but he really is. He's really good. Anybody that would text me during the, during the football game, Brad, <laughs> that means I get to text him during the basketball game. We'll be right. He might regret that. <laughs> <laughs> nah. hey, I will never pick mess with the man while he's doing his job. I did it one time. That was enough. We'll be right back. 
you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement. South Star Urgent Care is the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. has been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you, or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. What were the holidays? Welcome back, Moon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, it is a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management hotline. Well, folks, my good friend Stein, don't forget them for Christmas. They got a Stein gift guide right now. You can go to the website, steinhome.com, and check out the guide in the gift guide. The gift certificates that you can give. The Black Friday sales are still rolling at Stein. They've got the catalogs. To all you got to do is go in there. Look, let's say I click it right now. Okay, here's one right here. I ain't even seen this as a new one that popped up. And so there's several of them. Here's an outdoor living collection sale. Here's a holiday cooking sale. And they say nobody beats this stuff for cooking. Better brand, lower prices, store wide, power equipment. They've got it all. And it's on sale. It's not. They're always running big sales. And they are a Christmas spot, hot spot for you people. And I'm telling you, for men and women. Check out the savings in that local ad. You can click the view by going to steinhome.com. Don't forget that drive through lumber yard. You're looking, you may be, it's in a building project right now. You can pick it up. You can order stuff for curbside pickup. Stein, great Louisiana company, great Louisiana people working for them. And uh, if you want a great deal, you need to check out my good friends at Stein. I'm just telling you, these people know what they're doing. 
It is uh, really, really cool. It's kind of cool for me to get to talk to Brando. Uh, I know it's a little different than what we like to do. Actually, I probably, me and Brandon laugh all the time. I love sports and I love talking about it. I probably ought to change to a sports show today. I ain't going to do that, folks. But I'm telling you, I have fun. I had Matt Moscone on yesterday. That was a lot of fun with Matt. I asked Matt, I said, Matt, uh, you know, you was almost in talk radio with you. He said, no way. He said, I want to have fun. And I get it because those guys do have a lot of bit of, a lot of fun. So it's it's kind of a cool thing. But anyway, it's just uh, he's a lot of insight with that guy. That guy Brandon, I want to say Tim Brando's been on that 30, 35 years. He, you know, the CBS shows that they do and the Fox shows and ESPN. Tim was doing that before all these other people came around and made whole shows of them. They were the guys you would go to and come back on. And he's as good in college basketball as he is in in the uh, in college football. So, you know, it's a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy it. I've actually gotten a bunch of emails and some text messages. People said they really enjoyed uh, listening to Tim Brando and talk about it. All right, a couple other news items for uh, some of you leavers. The legislature does get extra time to redraw the congressional map. So at 11.30, if you listen, you can listen on the Internet, moongrafon.com, listen live, press it, you can listen another hour. <clears throat> Paul Hurd has uh, been on this program many times. Paul has fought these redistricting cases left and right. He's won some big, big cases in redistricting, not only here but in other states. So he's the guy to know. We're going to ask Paul, should we even be drawing a map? Well, Shelly Dick, Judge Dick, gave us an opportunity to extend it where it was supposed to be ready by the 15th, now the 30th. And she is a Barack Obama-appointed judge. So she gave him 15 more days. I didn't, of course, I didn't have time to talk to Jeff about all that stuff. Uh, according to Philip DeVille, who's supposed to be the incoming House Speaker, said he appreciated the judge giving lawmakers more time to redraw the boundaries, but said he doubted that they can p- complete the task by January 30th. So, they listen, redistricting's political. Uh, I'm fine. I'm just curious to see what Paul says because I wouldn't redraw it, draw it, Brandon. Well, you're going to get a judge to redraw it. The judge is going to step up and redraw it. That's fine. If the judge gerrymanders the district, you pray the courts will stop it because you can't build one that is not gerrymandered. You just can't. I just not, They may try to prove it, but I'm hoping the Supreme Court will throw it out if, if that happens. And so they do have a few more days to do redistricting. Uh, I don't know. Just looking at what DeVille said, DeVille said, we ain't got enough. That's not enough time. And it's not. It's not enough time because you got to go back and look at what you did and do something totally opposite. Now, the average, the, the Democrats out there, oh, we can do it, we can do it in a day. We already got it. Yeah, gerrymandered. They don't have a legitimate, they do not have a legitimate uh, redistricting map ready to go that's not unfair to the people in Louisiana. It cannot be about just uh, helping a race. It's got to be because it's the right thing to do, and they got to do it the right way. I kind of hope they let it go. I'm not saying they're going to, and I'm not saying they ought to take my advice. I'm just thinking uh, maybe they should let it go and let the judge draw it and then take it to court, take the map to court. By the way, Brandon, whatever they decide to do, whatever Republicans decide to do with a, uh, with a map, they go going to court anyway. It's 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 going to be one of what they do here. They're going to court to draw the map. The left got to win in court. They can't win in the general public's eyes. They can't. The left and the Democrats cannot win. They can't win anything here. 
Bella was then Winnie backed in because of everything that took place. And by the way, so I am tickled to death that Judge uh, Shelley Dick gave him a little bit more time, but I agree that's not enough time to do what you do. Now, the fight is really simple. The Democrats want to hurry up and get another congressional seat. And it's going to be a black Democrat is what they want to win that will vote woke. That's just the, just the way it is now. And they want it done. The Republicans would like to play, run the timeout because they like the way it's set up. Somebody, if they do this and approve it, one of our congressmen might not be a congressman next year. And that's because you got six. Troy Carter's the, the outlier Democrat from the New Orleans area, which is 65% black. And you got five Republicans in the other ones. The, the word is that the only two in jeopardy of losing their district would be Garrett Graves. Oh, Garrett! Garrett, he's been so nice to everybody. Or uh, Miss Letlow in Monroe. But most people think the district that would be outed will be, oh, Garrett, what is old Garrett going to do, folks? What is he qualified to do? He's been in politics all his life. He may be saying he wish he ran for governor. I kind of wish he'd have ran, too, because we could have eliminated that, that cat. Because that cat is no conservative. So, uh, old Garrett could lose his district. But once again, some politician will come along and give him, give him some kind of good job, I'm sure. By the way, winner of the Cane River Pecan giveaway, Tammy Landry, Scott, Louisiana. Tammy Landry, Scott, Louisiana, you are the winner. By the way, kudos to Jeff Landry, governor-elect, Louisiana leaders will form an unlikely alliance, tackle New Orleans crime problem. Uh, that he's done more already, Brandon, to help New Orleans crime than Edwards did in eight years when it really got bad. Bell did nothing. Another example of Bell Edwards hurting the state of Louisiana. He did nothing to help New Orleans with the crime. Nothing. He didn't lift a finger. He didn't do anything. It's got worse and worse and worse and worse. There's Landry, who's not even a governor yet, uh, yet, reaching out to, look, the district attorney is a woke district attorney. He's a leftist. He's a leftist looney tune. But if the guy's willing to work with the governor and attorney general, Liz Merle, then we want to help New Orleans. I'm not for throwing New Orleans out. I'm for making sure crime, we can, we can cut the amount of crime down. Be honest with you, they're going to have to jail people. They got to put the bad guys in jail and ladies in jail and keep them there. That's what they're going to have to do. They, you can't let people out. All that stuff Bell Edwards bragged about and all this stuff with the police and, and uh, not police, but, the, but this bill that they passed to let people out of jail, none of that's ever going to work, folks. Matter of fact, we may need to build a few more prisons. Well, I don't want to do it. Well, don't do that and let these people out. And we're going we're gonna to face these crime problems for many, many, many more years. Now, I don't know what Landry and his plans are. But I know New Orleans is one of the many places that need a lot of help with the crime problem we have. And it all goes back to break up of the family and all the stuff we've been talking about since the 1960s. You know, getting away from God and Jesus, getting away from the church, getting away from all that. That's causing most of these problems. But... Landry's done more for crime in New Orleans. He ain't even a governor yet. Like I said, when Bell Edwards and Jay Darden are bragging about we left the state in much better shape, they didn't help people. 
They didn't help people at all. The poor people, they kept them poor. The dependent people, they made them more dependent with Medicaid. Okay? He cannot claim they made it. We never had a $2 billion budget there. They can't claim they did anything for the economy. Matter of fact, I saw a company. Here it is right here. Chinese company considering ascension for $350 million battery plant. Sounds good, Brandon. You know when the plant's going to be built? 2028. So all you got to do is sit around your house to 2028. You might get a job at the battery plant. And by the way, I like the headlines. Company considering. They say they were coming. This is an article. We killed trees to write an article about somebody considering coming to Louisiana. They always consider coming here, but they don't. And, of course, Chinese companies. <laughs> China, that's what we need, some old Chinese companies. In here. Congratulations, Tammy Landry, Scott, Louisiana. I've already sent it off. They said they got it. They'll be shipping you your pecans. All right, folks, it's going to wrap up this hour. Paul Heard on redistricting the map all at 1130. Your opportunity to listen, moongraphon.com. Listen live. The rest of you, God bless. Have an awesome day. show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, and here on News Talk 96.5, KPEL.